It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. All right, good evening, everybody. It is Sunday night. It is 8 o'clock. And it is time uh, for episode 207 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Joining me as always, man of the hour, Brian. Brian, how the hell are you today, sir? Oh, it is Sunday, which means, um, you know, I, I, I've got the creative uh, uh, fluids going right through my body as we speak. All right. I'm doing good. Yourself? I'm doing okay. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a good time to be... Uh, doing a podcast. It's a great time to be part of the Ron and Brian podcast. Uh, my creative juices are ready to flow as well. So let's fill them with some actual juices with Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. Nazdrovia. Salud. Drink of the Week. Slasher. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. All right, Brian. What are you drinking this week? Oh. Oh. We are going out to New Jersey. Our good friends at Montclair Brewery. You know, a little little, uh, uh, known fact about Montclair, New Jersey, is that it's uh, one of its most famed uh, citizens was was astronaut Buzz Aldrin. Hmm. I did not know that. Who rumor has it allegedly was part of the um, hoax that was perpetrated on the American public that we actually landed on the moon. So what you're looking at here is Montclair Brewery Buzz Ale, also known as um, Buzz American Ale, you know, in honor of Montclair. Hometown hero, Buzz Aldrin. Uh, Montclair Brewery is releasing a new Belgium-style blonde ale. Ooh. Take a look at that beautiful pill. That's beautiful, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, they're releasing the Belgian blonde ale. It's to commemorate the 50th anniversary of Buzz allegedly landing on the moon on a soundstage in Houston. It's hoppy. It's hazy. It's a summer ale that lands nice and smooth on the palate. Coming mm-hmm. in at 5.2 ABV. Brian's got four of these suckers in his beer, in his beer fridge. He's all set for tonight. Give it a sip. Um, we've had some success with New Jersey breweries here. I hope this continues the trend. How is it? Oh, it's going back for a second sip already. It's good. All right. It is good. Yeah, yeah. I'm pleased with this one. All right. Well, I'm I'm happy. Whenever you're happy, I'm happy. Ron? Yes. What are you drinking? Uh, so this week, um, going with, uh, with uh, I'm not even familiar with this brewery or this beer, but this is by Burlington Beer Company. This is their Meteor Mash. This is a double stout with coconut, chicory, and the milk sugar uh, clocking in at a solid 8%. Uh, no light is escaping this beer right here. That is uh, that is black as night. That is a dark double stout. Let's give it a sip. That's a dark. What are you thinking, Drake? It's 90 degrees outside. It's uh, it's uh, surprisingly refreshing. You definitely get the chicory. I don't really no. There's the coconut. So I know you would hate this because you're not a fan of the coconut. Um, and I'm like getting the, the sweetness from the milk sugar. 
So this is actually. Mm. What is right, milk sugar? That. What's that? What is milk sugar? Uh, I, I'm not quite sure. I'm not educated enough to be able to tell you that. Mm. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so I think we are we're both pleased with our drinks of the week. So absolutely. I I I think I'll be uh having a second one during the show. Okay. I don't have a second one of these, but at eight percent, probably good. Might we just switch to water after this one. No, you will keep drinking because we have an after dark to do after this episode. And there is where I need you heavily intoxicated. That's right, people. After dark. Um Every week um, after we are done with this podcast, a lot of you shuffle off to go about your Sunday scaries. You plan for the uh, upcoming work week ahead, but not in the Ron and Brian multiverse. What we do is we take a short break. Um, Ron usually goes to walk the dog. I go to drain the snake. Next thing I know, we are back behind the paywall over on Patreon, which you can uh, locate our page if you go to our website, ronandbrianpodcast.com. Click the link in the upper right-hand corner. Go to Patreon. Become a subscriber. For as little as $5 a month, you will get an audio feed of at least 30 minutes of material, stuff that we cannot put um, uh, out to the general public. YouTube would ban us. Facebook would demonetize us and Twitch would start twitching. Um, what, so, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we, uh, we get a little personal. Sometimes we get a little sexy. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get a little scandalous. Uh, but most importantly, for those $10 uh, a month subscribers, is you get a link every Sunday, sometimes Saturday, depending on if, on if uh, Beaker's, uh, you know, Matt Beaker's on the ball. And um, you get a, uh, a a link to a private website, nothing scandalous, no. where you get to watch live the uh, uh, the after dark. Um, it's just a, it's it's a way to say thank you for the hours of entertainment that Ron and myself have brought you in your life. All right, and back to the free podcast. It's time for uh, another bit you love each and every week. It's beef of the week. What's bothering you this week? Our dear friends over at Major League Baseball. Really? Why is that? The pansies over at Major League Baseball. Why would the wimps over at Major League Baseball? Um, I had tickets this past Friday to go see the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx at 161st Street. I don't know the avenue. Um, and they were place New York Yankees best record in baseball, New York Yankees. So they did lose the first game of today's doubleheader. Um, anywho, my point is that on Friday at about, I would say maybe four, four 30, they, um, announced that they were postponing the seven o'clock game. Uh, due to uh, uh, what were was going to be predicted as torrential downpours. There was going to be rain, and it was going to cause the game to be rained out. So, mm-hmm. therefore, they canceled the game in advance. Now, I will say this. 
it rained strongly between five and six. Though I would say by 6.30, I didn't see any more rain for the rest of the night. And as and don't get me wrong, I still had an enjoyable Friday night. However, I did not get to go to Mecca. I did not get to go to my church. I did not get to go to my home, Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Same thing happened here. They kept predicting these huge thunderstorms that actually closed schools early around here uh, based off of potential hurricanes, you know, tornadoes, that kind of thing. Uh, but really, nothing uh, nothing much panned out. I was very upset. I wanted to go to the Yankee game. I'm sorry. It's okay. Ron? Yes. Besides Walmart uh, food delivery, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. bothering you this week? Um, well, I will tell you, Wal- uh, Walmart food delivery was on point this week. Not only did uh, we get the groceries you ordered, uh, we got or uh, groceries we didn't even order. So I got a, a free family size bag of Cheetos and a uh, and a box of uh, graham crackers. So what else? What, what those were the only things, or was there more? That was all. I mean, I, that was what what I had not ordered that I got for free. So they just threw in two random items. Well, I think uh, I got a bag for someone else's order that was going to be delivered. William Esquire nailed my real anger about the game. Oh, was it a bobblehead game? It was anti-Pettit bobblehead night. That's upsetting. And now they rescheduled anti-Pettit bobblehead night for a night that I can't go to. Ridiculous. The injustice. (laughs) Okay, Ron, what's bothering you? So it's it's not going to be Walmart. It's not even going to be Jeep this week, although it could be because the parts finally came in. Uh, We took the car back to Jeep, and I had a call from my good friend Taylor. I, th- I feel she and I are friends now because we we're really walking this path together. So you guys are now talking to each other. It's no longer just a text uh, it's, exchange. It's not only it's not only just via text. We're we're having phone conversations, and so uh, she calls me on Saturday. She's like, "So we replaced all of the parts um, that had come in, and now uh, when we start your car, uh, the entire dashboard lights up like a quote Christmas tree." <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, spoiler alert, it is not meant to do that. So sure. now we're getting a level three technician to uh, to work on it on Monday. So apparently level one, level two can't get the job done. Uh, they're throwing a level three technician at the car. Question. Yes. When was the last time you drove your car? I had I had the car and I was able to drive it. Um, but And I brought it back on, uh, on Thursday it. night. So it's been there Friday, Saturday. Who knows when I'll get it back at this point. But that is not my beef this week, Brian. It is maybe next week. We'll see. We'll Something see even play. more. Uh, but my beef this week is with this gentleman. I don't know his name, but we will refer to him as the Costco asshole. Um, so uh, we were shopping at Costco on Saturday. Brian, do you go to Costco ever? Uh I do go. I, I have a membership. I will okay. say that my, my neighbors use my membership more than I do. But you're aware that... At, as you leave, you have to show somebody your receipt and then they check and make sure your order matches and they mark it and they send you on your way, correct? They hold your receipt, they do this, and then they take either a highlighter or a black Sharpie and draw a vertical stripe right down your um, receipt, which is basically any, anybody can do this. There you go. So we are attempting to exit our Costco. Um, there is a long line. They have two people checking receipts. Um, so they, 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 they split us up into two lines and there is this woman come to find, she is 90 years old. 
and her daughter, I'm assuming her daughter must be in her 60s, um, they uh, are, are very indecisive as to what, uh, what uh, receipt checker they want to go to. So this woman uh, kind of cuts in front of me, which is fine, no big deal. And uh, as she cuts her cart over, she ends up uh, bumping this gentleman in the back of his leg. So again, How old is this gentleman? I, I'm going to put him probably in his probably in his 60s. Okay. So again, an accident could have been avoided, but an accident nonetheless happens. He turns around, he grabs the front of this woman's cart and shoves it backwards, nearly knocking this 90 year old woman to the ground. No. Yeah. I mean, Janelle finds it funny. I don't think it's funny no, at all. Not, not funny, Janelle. Elder abuse, no. never humorous. Never funny. And then, and then starts to like verbally abuse the daughter who is like, listen, she just accidentally bumped into you. Meanwhile, Costco employees standing around not doing anything. Uh, to be fair, the rest of us standing around not doing anything either. So then this so this guy tells her, like, blow it out your ass. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and then nearly runs into somebody else um, heading out the door as well uh, to go to his Audi SUV illegally parked in the handicap spot. So you follow, you saw him go to his car? Well, because we were right behind him. So oh. by the time we got out, he was loading up uh, again, his Audi SUV illegally parked. I, wow. I, just, I just hate people, Brian. I hate people, and that gentleman is the perfect example of why. We've gotten much worse. We I have, mean, there's no way to avoid that. We have gotten much worse. Yes. So that's my beef. I, I hope that is an appropriate beef for you. I know you have, you have cast aspersions on my beefs in the past. I hope this meets your high standards this week. No, my, my, my biggest concern about your beef this week is that you did absolutely nothing to come to this woman's defense. Uh, had it had it continued to spiral, I probably would have stepped in. But I was like, but part of me was also like, all right, let's see how this is going to play out. At what like like what level of um, uh, of aggression would have caused you to get involved? Like you know, a, a, a backhanded slap across the face. Do you get involved or not? I, I think it had it appeared to get any, if it was going to get physical again. I think you know, I would have needed to have stepped in. He spits on her. He spits on her face. Are you getting oh, involved? Then you got to get involved, Brian. He takes out a taser and jabs <laughs> Granny right by the jugular. Are you getting involved at this point? I, I think yes. I mean, I'm going to have to keep my eyes on the taser, obviously. Of course, yes, of course. I'm getting now, involved. are you with Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Ron at the time? I am, yes. Yeah. Now, did you feel at any point you needed to protect Mrs. Ron that that her um, her safety? was uh in jeopardy um i feel she's better at taking care of herself than i am so okay. um, i would never assume that i need to come to her rescue now at any point sexist she... of you to uh to assume that brian just say you know i'm gonna say this i don't i am i still hold on to some old school values you know um right i do believe that the man should put himself um, in physical danger prior to letting a woman, his woman, excuse me, um, his partner. Um, however, um, that's not to say that the woman cannot handle herself. So you are you are looking uh, when you say his woman. So the man has ownership of the woman. Like you are you are looking at the woman as property in your book. Ooh, that just reminds me of something. 
I'm not even sure I want to know what that reminded you of. Let's let's move. I, I, I need to make an apology. To uh um uh mothers. Mothers, particularly mothers of infants. Um, we had some uh, 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 some hot takes last week while talking about the national shortage of baby formula. Some uh, uh, some views were expressed that didn't necessarily represent the views of the Ron and Brian podcast by um, uh, by part of the talent on the Ron and Brian podcast. I'm not here to point fingers. I'm yeah. not here to say who's at fault. Um, but the, uh, the comments were made that uh, 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 that women that that mothers, um, if they were unable to get their hands on some baby formula, that they should uh, start breastfeeding, um, as that is uh, you know uh, God's way of providing all the natural food. Um, uh, for the baby. Um, in the moment, I'm going to say that, that those thoughts seemed logical. Those thoughts seem to have, you know, made sense. Mm -hmm. Um, in mm -hmm. hindsight, you know, um, I've spent the past week listening. I've, I've heard the voices, um, and I understand the uh, that there there's there's a, there there were a lot more subtle layers going on in the um, uh, in the landscape of uh, feeding babies that I as a um, as not uh, uh, not being a parent should have stepped backwards and not felt empowered to voice an opinion. So I would like to apologize to all non-breastfeeding mothers out there um, who have chosen to feed their babies um, formula. Well, I uh, I applaud you. I applaud your uh, your your willingness to learn and your willingness to educate yourself. Thank you, thank you. I, I um, ap apologies need to be made sometimes. Yes, without a doubt. Uh, moving on, you know, sometimes we revisit bits because we love bits. Uh, for example, uh, next weekend being Memorial Day, we'll be uh, revisiting Hot Podcaster Summer. Hot Podcaster Summer. <sighs> but sometimes. Can we do that again? Can we do that again? Would you like me to do that again? One more time. Hot Podcaster Summer. <sighs> Uh, and then sometimes we revisit bits, uh, not because we want to, uh, but because we have to. And uh, we do so again this week. This week in racism. 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 That's right. We are uh, having a quick revisit uh, to this week in racism because it has been such a horrid week. Uh, as always, we will attempt to keep this week to racism to a tight 10 minutes uh, to keep Brian happy. But there were so many stories this week uh, that we just had to, we had to take the bit out of mothballs, shake it off and get it back out there. Uh, we start off with a recent political, uh, Politico interview where Senator Bill Cassidy from Louisiana a state with one of the worst maternal mortality rates in the nation, uh, which also has a trigger law in effect that would ban abortion if Roe v. Wade was overturned, uh, he appeared to try and defend his state's 
uh, maternal death rate by saying you shouldn't count the black women that die. He said, mm. quote, about a third of our population is African-American. African-Americans have a higher incidence of maternal mortality. So if you correct our population for race, uh, we're not as much of an outlier as it otherwise appear. Close to Black mothers are three times more likely to die from a pregnancy-related cause than white mothers in the U.S., while in Louisiana, black mothers are four times as likely to die than white mothers. Hidden Oaks Middle School in Palm City, Florida, went viral last week due to a Snapchat photo that showed six boys, all seventh graders, each holding a letter spelling out the N-word. Uh, we did get a copy of this photo. We have chosen not to share it. Uh, but yeah. the Martin County School District immediately condemned the photo and launched a quick investigation. Uh, the photo investigators found was authentic and was not manipulated, and no school personnel were involved in or knew about the students' planning, photographing, or posting of the picture on social media. However, the district said details of the investigation, including the name of the students involved and any potential punishment, would be kept confidential because of state and federal privacy laws. Uh, Rideshare driver James Bodie was praised on social media this week for refusing service to a customer due to racist comments. The passenger in question was Jackie Harford, owner of Fossil's Last Stand Bar in Catasauqua, Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Allentown. Uh, we're going to play that video for you here. Uh, you will catch the, uh, the subtle racism in the beginning and then the very blatant racism at the end. Is that uh, is that too low or can you hear that? It is too low. What? That's inappropriate. What? It's completely inappropriate. If somebody was not white sitting in the seat, what would be the difference? Are you serious? She said, "Wow, you're a white guy." That's okay. I'm not gonna take the ride. You guys can get out. Really? Yeah, completely inappropriate. Oh, you're a fucking asshole. It's all on you're camera, a piece man. Of shit. It's all on I camera. I should punch you in the fucking face. Oh you're gonna threaten God. me? Yeah, assault. I'm threat yeah. Fuck you. Wow. Because you guys are racist fucks. Dude, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah, so starts off by making how she was surprised that her Uber driver uh, was white. Um, and then at the end, uh, her uh, boyfriend there uh, dropping the uh, the N-word. Uh, the video has spread across Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Reddit, and elsewhere. And the fallout has been immediate for Jackie Harford. She shut down the bar's website and Facebook page and deleted her personal page uh, and has not been able to be reached for comment. Uh, the funny part, though, is, is since she deleted the Fossil's Last Stand Facebook page, that has allowed someone else to restart the Fossil's Last Stand Facebook page. Uh, so if you would like to see a kind of an A-plus class in trolling, uh, visit the Fossil's Last Stand new Facebook page. <clears throat> a video of a nine-year-old boy knocking on the front door and cracking a whip on the front porch of a Black family's home is making the rounds on social media. Footage from Carissa and Desaria Nash's doorbell camera shows the boy who is white, walking up and pounding on the front door. The child can then be seen cracking the whip twice and standing back, waiting for someone to open the door. According to the couple, uh, the boy was searching for their nine-year-old daughter. Uh, we have that video here as well. 
So he whips it. He kind of waits for the, the woman you to open what? the door. You better get your ass from off my porch beating on my door like this. I will call the police. You need to leave. Don't you ever beat on my goddamn door like that. Go. Okay. And then the boy uh, leaves, uh, apparently also uh, whipping uh, the family's car as well, causing some damage. Uh, when the Nashes went to speak to the boy's father, Bryant Thomas Brunson, he answered the door with a gun. An argument ensued and Brunson reached for his gun, which went off with the bullet almost striking Brunson's daughter. Uh, Brunson was arrested on a felony charge of deadly conduct uh, for reckless discharge of a firearm. Uh, he has since bonded out of jail, uh, but of course, uh, it would not be uh, it would not be a day if we didn't share a mugshot here. So, so there is the mugshot of Brian Thomas Brunson uh, again. Uh, yeah. What's with, the, like you um, what's with the towel around his neck? <laughs> I don't know if that was because of, uh, you know, may, maybe that's his, uh, his look. Maybe he's, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I have nothing. Um, and then, uh, let's put up some more mug shots here, Brian, because it's, it's mugshot day on this week in racism. Uh, so right here, well, we have two gentlemen, two former Oklahoma police officers, Robert Hinkle and Nathan Ronan, uh, who have been charged with first degree manslaughter in connection with the 2021 fatal shooting of a black man in Comanche County, Oklahoma. Quadri Sanders was killed at a home on December 5th, 2021, when Lawton Police Department officers responded uh, to a call about a man in violation of a protective order and in possession of a firearm. In a statement by District Attorney Kyle Kabelka, body camera video showed that, quote, Mr. Sanders can be seen raising both of his hands in the air above his head. At that time, Officer Hinkle shoots his firearm four times at Mr. Sanders. Mr. Sanders falls to the ground and appears to have been shot, at which time Officer Hinkle once again orders hands, 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 and to quit reaching. Sanders sits up from his back with his hands above his head, at which time Officer Hinkle fires his firearm seven additional times. Simultaneously with those shots, Officer Ronan also fires his weapon at Mr. Sanders four times. Uh, Sanders was pronounced dead on the way to the hospital and no weapon was located on Sanders' body or in the area where he was shot. This is terribly sad. Um, and uh, closing, uh, I guess, closing this week in racism, but uh, it's its own story, is, of course, the horrific uh, shooting that took place at the Topps supermarket uh, in Buffalo, New York. Uh, last year uh, by a uh, by a white uh, nationalist um, who shockingly uh, police managed to bring him in alive. You shoot yeah. 10 guys and uh, and, uh, you know, what the hell you can still you can. And he was handled with kid gloves, too. Like they just they made sure his rights were protected and all that. Um, but the, the U.S. Justice Department is investigating this shooting at the Buffalo supermarket as a hate crime and an act of uh, racially motivated violent extremism. Um, we're not going to identify the, the shooter, uh, but he has been uh, he has been indicted and uh, they're adding on different uh, various counts charges. as they add on the charges and whatnot. Um, so I believe it was was it 10 or, or 12 people that uh that were, were killed. Last I saw was 10 dead, um, another 18 injured. Yeah. Um, apparently he had been uh, writing on 
Discord. He had a private Discord channel where he put together, I guess, what you would consider almost a manifesto. It was a, uh, a private Discord uh, channel where he would put down his thoughts. He was very, uh, obviously, very racist. He was anti-Semitic. Um, you know, he had on his assault rifle, he had the uh, the N-word written on the uh, the barrel of the rifle. Um, and, you know, there he went live on, I think he went live on Twitch or Discord, but, I forget which. Um, when I, I think he went on, uh, I believe it was Twitch. I'm not saying that I watched the video. The, the video is available out there. Do not recommend you watch it. It's kind of horrific. Um, oh, so you I'll, have watched it. But what also happened is um, he uh, he had obviously, you know, developed a, a lot of his thoughts in his Discord channel. Um, he had met other white nationalists uh, on Discord and invited them to his Discord channel on the day of the attack, uh, basically letting these people know what he was planning on doing. And no one, uh, no one obviously felt it necessary to alert the authorities about this. Well, it's because they're all pieces of garbage. Well, true. Um, my concern was the fact that, you know, he had written this manifesto and we always refer to, you know, people's bizarre diaries or online journals. We refer to them as manifestos after they commit whatever horrific and heinous crimes they do. But it feels like this kid was all over the place. Um, you know, everybody immediately jumped to the fact that he was a hardcore Republican, uh, you know, uh, dangerously right wing, um, hated the... Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, all minorities hated uh, liberals and whatnot. But then apparently a, as you get deeper into the manifesto and I haven't read it, I refuse to, I will not, you know, subject my brain to any more uh, vile uh, um, uh, words um, than I get weekly talking to Ron once a week. But the issue is, is that it seems like he's all over the place. Like he spoke about things that he hoped that by you know conducting this act, he would you know um, there would be some some type of gun control uh, legislation passed, and he said things where you know he was anti-authoritarian and whatnot. So um, you know, I it's 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 amazing how I think you know like when 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 you know these horrible things happen, you know people want to put you know the cause into these nice little boxes that they can check off that that kind of feeds their narrative. But it seems as if this guy was all over the fucking place. Uh, according to his relatives, uh, they feel uh, COVID may have been the reason for it, um, you know, because of uh, how many times that. did he hold on? How many times did he get COVID? Let's see. Like, let's talk about it. He apparently only got COVID once, but they're saying the uh, the paranoia and isolation he experienced due to the pandemic uh, may have caused it. Uh, or he was just fucking crazy. Keep going. Uh, other horrible stories coming out of this. There was a 911 dispatcher uh, that allegedly uh, hung up on one of the uh, employees at the top supermarket uh, when they called in uh, to report the massacre. Um, apparently, you know, the, the, the woman who called was whispering because, you know, obviously it was an active shooter situation. So the 911 dispatcher, uh, yelled at her and hung up on her. She then needed to call her boyfriend who then called 911 for her. Uh, that 911 dispatcher, 
uh, has since been suspended uh, pending Good. an investigation. And then a New York State corrections officer has been suspended without pay after uh, posting uh, a photo on social media uh, mocking the victims of the massacre. Uh, the gentleman's name is uh, Greg Foster. He was a prison guard at Attica Correctional. Uh, and basically the the gist of the photo was, you know, there was a cleanup needed in multiple aisles of the supermarket. So uh, just when you think people are horrible, other people show you how they could be horrible as well. You know what also is horrible, Ron? What's that? Having an un- trimmed bush as a man. I mean, it's so important that you have your pubic hair under control, which which brings us to our 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 sponsor of the week, Manscaped. That's right everybody, Manscaped. Ron, when manscaping, you've got to use the right tools for the job and trust me, Rod, your balls will thank you. Now, you and I actually have been using the Manscaped for months. We have owned a couple of their products like the Lawnmower 4.0 and their ball deodorant because it's the only thing that has saved us from itchy balls. Manscaped was kind enough to send us their perfect package 4.0 kit, which includes their new and improved Lawnmower 4.0, along with other liquid formulations for your manscaping routines. Their Lawnmower 4.0 is the only water resistant trimmer made with skin safe technology, helping you avoid the absolute suffering that comes from common grooming accidents. And when they say common grooming accidents, and this is a little bit of an ad lib here, people, I'm improving, but I think we're all, we all know what we're talking about, and that is cutting your penis. It's called degloving your penis while you take a, a razor and you just try to get that little, that little loose hair off the bottom of your shaft that you want to take off because you don't want your woman to be to, to see it. You don't want your male lover to see that little loose hair. No, just that's not going to happen with the lawn mower 4.0. It even has its own charging dock for convenience and ease of use with a battery that lasts up to 90 minutes. That means, Ron, that you can shave your body hair for 90 minutes on a single charge. The package also includes their cropped preserver ball deodorant. Starting to get warm, people. We're hitting summer. What happens during that time? Your balls stick to the thigh. There's not a lot of air movement in there. Things get a little humid. You want some ball deodorant, as well as the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, which I know sounds absolutely hilarious, but trust me, it works. I bought it myself. To make a long story short, and to keep it super convenient, subscribers of Manscaped will get a new replacement blade refill delivered straight to their door every three minutes. Best of all, for a limited time only, new subscribers will get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and Manscaped's anti-chafing boxer briefs. Click the link in the description below, which can't be done because this is an audio format. You can get 20% off any order at manscaped.com plus the two free gifts plus international shipping when you use the code Ron's balls at manscaped.com. That's promo code R O N S B A L L S. Ron's balls at manscaped.com. So they know that we sent you there. It helps the show and it helps your balls. Manscaped.com. I have to admit, uh, I did not uh, think that they were going to renew their sponsorship after your previous live read. Uh, but clearly, uh, they know something I don't, and uh, they've brought you back yet again. I told them, don't pay us. 
don't don't do not send money until you see that the ad read that we're going to do is worth the name manscape and i believe we just delivered it um so do we want to play uh this great video that we got from uh the santa santa rosa florida sheriff's office I don't know. Great is really the word you want to use. Um, uh, outlandish, um, uh, abhorrent, um, uh, shocking. I mean, a lot of words you could use. Great. Not sure. But I think we have to play it. Um, you know, uh, listen, uh, there is a uh, the, the, the right is empowered. Um, uh, we'll talk about a little bit later about abortion rights. Um, gun rights are also uh, on the on the, uh, the the forefront of a lot of what's going on in the world. You know, uh, especially in America, where we love our guns, but apparently no more um, uh, than in Santa Anita, Santa Rosa, Florida, Santa Rosa, Florida. So right off the bat, Florida, um, the sheriff. I guess this is the sheriff of Santa this is the Anita. Sheriff, correct. So the, the sheriff of Santa Anita, California, gets up there. Right. And apparently there was some homeowner who um, uh, discharged the firearm. Ron, I'm sure you have the story lined up. Um, I don't want to step on your toes. So I'm going to hand it off to you. We get really over to some real fact checking because <laughs> it's very important that we tell the story correctly. So this is uh, actually going back to a press conference about a month ago. Uh, Santa Rosa Sheriff Bob Johnson was discussing the arrest of Brandon Harris, uh, who was leaping fences and breaking into houses uh, before uh, ultimately jumping headfirst out a window where he was apprehended. At one point, uh, one of the uh, four houses Harris broke into, a homeowner shot at him and missed um, that homeowner uh, had not come forward at the time of this press conference. So this was Sheriff Johnson's uh, message uh, to that homeowner. Which homeowner shot at him? Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking in your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Um, so whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you'll shoot a lot better and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. So uh, not surprisingly, uh, a number of uh, defense lawyers, including the president of the Florida Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers, uh, said that this was wildly irresponsible um, and uh, could potentially unnecessarily uh, get people killed. Uh, now, Ironically, it's it's not a case of where, as a homeowner, you would have to worry about uh, being charged because Florida's stand your ground law actually pretty much allows you to shoot anyone you deem to be a threat of your home. Uh, but mm -hmm. you know, I think lawyers are saying maybe think about it a little bit before you uh, you shoot your firearm at someone. Now, the part that I find most um, concerning about this is um, where do I start? Um, how do they not know where the gunfire was? Um, I mean, I guess, you know, I, I, again, I don't, I'm not for, I'm not for certain. I mean, perhaps the, uh, the, the, the suspect that was arrested mentioned that someone shot at him or there was reports of that, you know, of a firearm being discharged. Uh, but you know, they, they are not aware which of the four, 
Um, now, I would imagine it wouldn't take a ton of police work since you only have really four homeowners to to talk with. I wouldn't think it would have taken a tremendous amount of police uh, legwork right. to uh, figure that out. Uh, but uh, I guess uh, Sheriff Johnson just uh, wanted to be a tough guy. Which is ironic because like he's not he's offering a gun safety class every other Saturday, but he's not he's not offering any um, uh, uh, gun training in terms of accuracy, which apparently I mean, gun safety was not the problem here. It just seemed like the guy was a poor shot. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, doubt. so, So that I think, though, that's our video of the week. I'm going to disagree with you there. Really? I'm going to say it was that uh, that uh, ride-sharing uh, um, uh, uh, Uber driver. Could have been a Lyft. I don't remember already. Um, that was the video of the week. That was um, tossing, tossing the woman out of, uh, telling the woman that she was uh, uh, inappropriate and racist, saying that he's refusing her ride, and then having her husband, I guess? Boyfriend. Boyfriend jump in. Um, and um, threaten physical abuse and then drop a hard N-word. Um, I think that's your video of the week. All right. That actually warranted bringing back racism of the week. All right. Can we agree that we, we, we do agree on our audio clip of the week? Um, we tried something new this past week. Um, this was available to uh, Diamond members of the Patreon only. It was a little test we did. Uh, it's a we, test run. We put out, you know, we put out a phone number, a new phone number for the Ron and Brian podcast, and we, you know, we asked our Diamond Patreon members if you wanted to give us a call, leave us a voicemail, you know, share your thoughts, whatever. Uh, we would be happy to do that. Uh, Margaret from Pennsylvania was the only one to really uh, take us up on that. Uh, so let's uh, let's hear what it is she had to say. I'm at Ron. We just watched a horrible country video, and then it was a parody. I just want to tell you, country is dead, and I hate it, and I hate your adjunction to it. And I know it's a fake word. And I know it'll be on the podcast tomorrow. And I'm proud of that. Oh, yeah, we're going to watch a good video. But guess what? Fucking country is so stupid. I'm glad that you weren't here to watch it. Oh, bye. Oh, bye. So we, we appreciate uh, we appreciate the message, number one. Well, first, well, first off, we appreciate Margaret's uh, diamond level uh, uh, support of our Patreon. Of course. I mean, that is $150 a month. It is limited to 1,000 people only. Once we have 1,000 diamond memberships minted, no other diamond level uh, uh, subscribers can join. Um, but we appreciate the fact... Um, what I'm not what, what I'm concerned about was first off, it seems it sounds like there's a level of comfort that Margaret has with you when talking as if there's there's this is a response to a conversation that you two may have had about country music. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not even a fan of country music, so I'm not quite nobody sure is a fan of country from, music, but. Uh, country well, music again, is the I worst think, form of music. I think, you know, I think sometimes our Diamond Patreon uh, level members feel that they have a level of familiarity with us. Understood. They, they are like family. Problem. They're like family. Now, Ron, um, we were talking before the show started 
um, about uh, um, how we felt that this was a successful test run. The yes. audio quality of the um, voicemail was definitely worthy of putting on the show. Um, uh, are you comfortable lowering um, the, 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 the barrier to entry for people to leave voicemails for the Ron and Brian podcast? I mean, I think we are ready to just put that out there to the general public. Uh, so we're going to uh, reveal that phone number right now. If you would like to call and leave a voicemail for the Ron and Brian podcast, uh, could be a drunk uh, voicemail, could be a sober one. It's really up to you. Uh, tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Uh, give us suggestions, uh, tips, whatever. Uh, that number is 267 627 1062. Those digits again 267 627 1062. We will, of course, uh, have our producer Matt Beaker listen to all of these, and your voicemail could be on a future episode of the Ron and Brian podcast. Or you can just dial 267 Ron's Balls. And I don't feel that spells out that way. I don't think so either. Mm. But it'd be kind of cool if we could. 267-627-1062. It's pretty easy to remember. Yeah, that is our official um, uh, voicemail message service um, powered by Google. Google? What? Yes, we are, um, you know, we have aligned ourselves with Manscaped and we are an attempt to align ourselves with the um, the kind people at Google. Um, they respect your privacy. They are not tracking anything like that. It is a wonderful, uh, beautiful thing. Um, Brian, I know we have some other stories that you Ron, want to get into. Yes. What are, you, what are you watching? Exactly. I was about to ask you, what are you watching? Um, uh, and we, I will say. No, go ahead. I, I thought you were asking me. I, I, I'm, I thought you were asking me, but I'm asking you. What are you watching, Brian? I'm watching three things this week, and I bet you can name two of them. Uh, Better Call Saul would be one. Episode six of part one of the final season. Um, this past week was episode six. Next week, this coming week, will be episode seven. Then they go on hiatus until July, which you know is absolutely worthy of a beef of the week. This little bullshit where they break up the last season into two halves, um, I think is 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 just nonsense. So this week it will be um, uh, week seven. Um, I will watch it. Also watching Under the Banner of Heaven continued. Um, we will hit that one, um, episode five on Hulu. And then I took your suggestion from last week and I started watching The Kids in the Hall on Amazon Prime. Um, kudos to you, Ron, for that recommendation. Right off the bat, I saw two um, uh, 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 50-, 60-year-old penises in, in the opening scene. Yes. They go full frontal, um, unabashed. Um, apparently, um, uh, they're growers, not showers. From what we saw, yes. Uh, apparently it is true. Your balls do start getting a little saggier as life uh, goes on. These were not uh, high up there, kind of dangled down. Yes, I was staring hard for those 0.8 seconds that the, uh, uh, the, 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 the nakedness was there. 
Um, but it was also, like you said, um, there were some old bits. There were some old characters that they brought back. There were some new um, uh, uh, jokes. Um, what I like about them is that they do a very good job alternating between the, the sexual, the perverse, the sick, and uh, uh, as well as the mundane and uh, obscure. And um, uh, some, t- some of their skits you just have to think about. Um, they're not necessarily, uh, you know, ha-ha funny right off the bat, but just what a great um, uh, uh, troupe of, uh, of, uh, of comedy. Very much appreciated. Ron, what are you watching? Um, well, and we, we talked about this on, um, on After Dark last week because I had forgot to mention it, um, was the Netflix documentary, Our Father. Um, Ooh, yes, did you get a that- chance to watch that yet? I did not. Um, I started watching it, got a couple minutes into it. Um, then I um, uh, finished onto my lower belly, um, cleaned up, uh, lost total interest in the story, put on Kids in the Hall and watched that for the rest of the uh, evening. So Our Father is a documentary about uh, Dr. Donald Klein. Uh, he was uh, one of the top fertility specialists in Indianapolis for about 30 years. Uh, and basically, uh, this woman who uh, was uh, was given birth as a result, uh, she was a child of uh, his fertility clinic, uh, did a 23andMe, uh, found out she had uh, an extraordinary number of half-siblings in the database and come to find out that Dr. Klein over the period of 30 years uh, was inseminating uh, these women coming to his clinic with his own sperm. Uh, That was a rough story. I do remember you saying that. Um, Also, I started watching the George Carlin documentary uh, on HBO Max. Um, It is in two episodes, each one about... Uh, two hours long, so I, I, I watched about an hour or so of the first episode. Uh, excellent so far. Um, dealing with the early part of his career, which I was not familiar with. Turns out he was a kind of a clean mainstream comic when he first uh, got into the business. Um, and then once he started dropping acid, uh, kind of decided he needed to be true to himself. And that's really? when his... Uh, when his uh, you know, his, his comedy changed. That's when he came out with like class clown operation fool. Um, so just some of his just amazing albums that he came out with in the seventies. Uh, so I would, uh, I would highly recommend that if you okay. haven't seen it yet. I have not. And also watching on Netflix, uh, love on the spectrum us, um, which follows uh, a group of, uh, people, uh, with autism in the United States as they, uh, attempt to find love. You're watching this? I'm watching this, yes. I watched the original, which was I remember. Uh, in I remember. Australia, and now they brought it over to the US. And walk me through it. Um, no, I mean I think it's you know, I think it's very uh, interesting. I think it helps um you get a glimpse into the lives of people with, you know, that are on the spectrum and, and with different types of autism. And I think it helps, you know, I, I think it helps educate people. Um, and brings us closer together as a people, Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure there's something else I'm watching that I can't remember, but if I do, I'll just pick it up after dark. Mm. I like it when you I like it when you tell me about things you're watching after dark, because that is when things get a little sexy. Oh yeah, uh, Brian. Tuesday was primary day, 
Uh, mm -hmm. Did you get out and vote? No, I didn't even know there was anything to vote for in uh, um, in uh, New York. I mean, it was a party primary. He would, you would have just voted for. I'm assuming you are you registered Democrat. You know what? How I choose to vote <laughs> is my business. My apologies. Um, I don't think that it is something that I need to um, disclose here. Registered Democrat. So uh, we are. I was still able to do my mail-in voting here in Pennsylvania, so that was convenient. Uh, the GOP has not managed to gut that yet. Uh, but uh, only real choices we had uh, were really for lieutenant governor and Senate, and mm -hmm. uh, my candidates did not win their elections. Really? Uh, yeah. Did but you vote for uh, Dr. Oz? I did not because that's on the Republican side. I was voting on the Democratic side. Uh, but to show you what a horrible uh, state Pennsylvania is, uh, Doug Mastrioni, uh, who is uh, who was in D.C. on January 6th and uh, potentially could have been involved in the insurrection, uh, will now be the GOP uh, candidate for governor. And Dr. Oz, as you mentioned, is in a neck and neck race with uh, Dave McCormick for the GOP nomination. Um, I believe he was ahead by about 900 votes. Uh, but regardless, due to how close the election is, it will be going to a recount. Wait a second. Dr. Oz was ahead? Dr. Oz was ahead, yes. Oh, f what the fuck is wrong with, with – no offense. No offense. What the fuck is wrong with Pennsylvania that a guy who is a second-hand nut job um, uh, 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 selling quack uh, uh, mental – he started off – he started off on Oprah, correct? Isn't that where he? Uh, I believe uh, so. Yes. So Oprah used to bring him on to to, to be a doctor to uh, to give his opinion. Then the um, uh, uh, pandemic hits, and he starts to talk about ivermectin and how we need to open up the economy and how kids can't get the. Oh no, that was Doctor Drew. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Apologies to Johanna. Um, I confuse Dr. Oz with Dr. Drew. We all know that the kids do not have the receptors for COVID. However, um, what is Dr. Oz bringing to the table that warrants him um, winning the Republican nomination um, that people, oh, and speaking of which, other than the fact that he was um, endorsed by Donald Trump, who tweeted a couple days after the election that Dr. Oz should just go ahead and declare victory because, um, you know, the votes are going to get stolen anyway. As if in his world, in his fucking mind, that just standing up and saying, I declare victory, has any fucking form of authority uh, of uh, uh, whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so what he did is he... Uh he has he has leaned hard into the MAGA talking points, and that really I, is what has has helped him. Um, you know, Dave McCormick is is more of a moderate leaning uh, GOP, so it's surprising that he is as as close. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Now it's a matter of mail-in ballots where, where right. counting is coming down to. There are a number of undated mail-in ballots. Um, so basically the way mail-in uh, voting works in the state of Pennsylvania is, you know, it needs to be postmarked by the day, of, by a certain date to be counted. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the third 
U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Philadelphia ruled on Friday that undated uh, ballots should be counted. Um, they, they ruled this for a November 21 election. Um, sure. They, but they're assuming that they're going to do a similar thing here. Um, so we'll see if that has any impact. Regardless, because of the margin of victory, uh, the laws in Pennsylvania will call for an automatic recount. But a recount or a revote? A recount. They'll have to recount okay. the votes for a fun. Now, the, the most enjoyable part of primary day for me is that it's one and done. For me, uh, for me uh, one and done for North <laughs> Carolina Representative Madison Cawthorn. We played his uh, his video the other week of him uh, dry humping a friend of his while he was naked. Um, he will have plenty of time to go back to that as he was defeated uh, by Senator, by North Carolina State Senator Chuck Edwards uh, in the Republican contest for the right to represent the 11th con- Congressional District. Um, Edwards beating Cawthorn 33.5% to 31.6%. Okay. Do you think we can get uh, Cawthorn on the podcast now that he's going to have some free time? Nope. Um, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why we will not be able to get Cawthorn on the podcast, because one of the things that you and I do week in, week out is that, you know, we stand tall. We stand tall for our values. We stand tall for what we believe in. We stand tall for America. And that is not something that I have seen from Madison Cawthorn um, through his entire political career. All right. That's fair. Nothing? You're just I, you just going to let that I, slide. I support you. I support your 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 choices when you make yeah, it like that. But I, I, I feel like you're not you, – you didn't pick up on the fact that I was saying that he that we stand tall because he's literally in a wheelchair. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to grasp the low-hanging fruit. I thought, I you know what? That's what we do here. I literally <laughs> send you so- – I toss you soft comedic softballs for, for, for an hour a week and, and at least just grimace, at All least right. grimace. I'll, I'll do better next time. Um, also, uh, we, uh, we couldn't uh, wrap up a show without talking about uh, the disease that everybody is focused on. That's right, folks. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. We, we talked about it the other week. Um, it is, uh exploding apparently across Europe uh as cases in Spain and Italy uh were traced to a uh, island music festival that had 80,000 attendees um now again this is coming from the sun so i think we have to temper um you know how how truthful this is and what? uh they they're they're saying that there is now 92 confirmed cases which i don't know necessarily uh, qualifies as an explosion. Um, 145 monkeypox cases are, are across the world. Only two in the United States, Brian. So uh, you know, I think it's it's just going to go away. It's just going to run a, run its course and go away. It'll be like it never existed, Brian. Like it never happened. It's you know, it's it's going to get warmer. It's getting warmer soon, and it's, it's warmer just gonna, right now. It's just going to go away. Um, it's. Uh... Should we be afraid of monkeypox? I have no idea because I'm still not 100% certain what monkeypox is. It's in the same vein of chickenpox, smallpox, scarlet fever pox. 
Um, Michael Fox. <laughs> Still love that clip. Still love that clip. I'm going to Google Jay Monkey Pox. Because I don't think the you Pox are on you and your whole family. Um, uh, what's, what I find very ironic is that the Monkey Pox seems to now be all over the news as uh, something that is just, you know, uh, just in, in, in a, uh, just wild to me is that the coronavirus pandemic, we've pretty much just accepted that it's over. Right. Meanwhile, case numbers are skyrocketing. People um, are getting, um, are, are, are testing positive. People are um, are sick. Sure, we're not looking at the same numbers from Omicron uh, uh, December, January uh, 2021, 22, but you are seeing in almost every place across the country, uh, coronavirus numbers going up. You're not seeing the same level of um, hospitalizations and deaths that we saw during Delta or the original first wave of COVID, which I had. Um, but really, um, it's the fact that, you know, we, we've hit this COVID fatigue where people have just basically said, listen, two years and you are done. Um, we are done with it. We we don't have to wear masks anymore. We don't have to, you know, uh, be careful on planes anymore. Um, there's a uh, Republican judge in Florida who sat there and said, hey, you know what? COVID's over. And, um, uh, and, and now we've moved on to monkeypox. And uh, apparently monkeypox is, uh, is similar to smallpox, uh, but with a milder rash and a lower mortality rate. And uh, yeah, to your point, we now have uh, mask mandates coming back into place into uh, school districts uh, in and around Philadelphia. Well, that's because Philly's weak. (laughs) Is it? Can we say the Philly's weak? If you want. I mean, I just feel like, you know, as we've often said, the kids don't have the receptors. So why do the kids need to wear the masks? You know what? That's a good point. Who am, who am I to say that Philadelphia is weak? Um, however, um, did we have any celebrity deaths this week? Uh, let's see. I think we had a couple. Uh, let me scroll through here. There's so much we, we didn't get to this week. but uh, So porn star Logan Long passing away at the age of 34 after a battle with pneumonia. Mm-hmm feels like a hidden COVID death to me. Um, But uh, passing away at the age of 34, um, he uh, racked up more than a thousand credits in only six years, um, entering adult entertainment in 2016. Uh, He also received an AVN Best Supporting Actor Award in 2019 for his role in The Seduction of Heidi, which I believe that was your movie of the year. If I remember yeah. going back to the 2019 awards that you did, I did say that was movie of the year. But I mean, if we're really going to talk about Logan Long, I mean, his work in the True Anal series, the Swallowed series, um, when he his work in the uh, uh, My School Crush when he played the client, um, he also appeared in an episode of Message Massage Me Down. Excuse me. He also did um, uh, all anal action too. Um, uh, we're all a fan of his work in teen pies and lubed. And let's not forget Tushy. Um, he started a lot of episodes of Tushy. Um, also loves 
Milf Mayhem 4, uh, Sneaky Sex, he uh, starred in uh, several episodes of. Also, Round and Brown. Um, who could forget what he did in uh, Round and Brown number 43? Oh, incredible. I need a masseuse. Oh, I'm Janelle sure. pointed out his uh, his part in Hot Dog Roll. I mean, yes. that was, yeah, that was some of his best work. Thank you for uh, for pointing that out, Janelle. You know, it was the acting scene where, um, you know, the stressed out uh, female lawyer um, who was uh, taking a break in the courtroom uh, in between cases, running down to the cafeteria, looking for something quick and uh, and easy to to uh, to eat, uh, decided to order a hot dog, um, extra onions. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the the way he was able to um, present her the hot dog roll with his meat inside. Class. You haven't seen that kind of work since Bachelor Party starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, also passing away, undefeated German boxer Musa Askan Yamak uh, passing away of a heart attack uh, during a fight. Uh, the 38-year-old fighter died after collapsing in the ring uh, yesterday, actually facing Ugandan veteran Hamsa Wandera in Munich, Germany. Apparently, he took a very hard shot to the body in the second round, uh, which they feel may have contributed to um, knocking his heart rhythm off and, and causing the heart attack that claimed his life. Now, there's crazy video if you uh, uh, decide to uh, uh, post it. Um, it's out there on the internet. He, uh, uh, there's this, you know, you could see he's boxing, uh, ref breaks him up. Um, he takes a couple steps forward and then literally just falls to the ground. Um, viewer discretion is advised. Yes, definitely. Uh, anything else, uh, to cover before we get out of here this week? I don't believe so. I think, uh, it's been a, uh, an incredible week. Uh, my heart goes out to those people who are in Ukraine still getting shelled, uh, by Russian missiles. I've seen areas where um, uh, uh, Russia is making uh, advances. I've also seen areas where the Ukraine is making advances. Um, this looks like it's going to be a war of attrition. Also, um, thoughts and prayers go out to the family of David Reichman, who was a New York City therapist, died yesterday at the finish line of the Brooklyn Half Marathon. There is video also online, not saying I went out and looked for it, um, of him collapsing literally at the finish line. Um, and uh, he passed away later on in the day. Sadly, he is not the first person to die during the um, Brooklyn Half Marathon. And again, as William S. Geyer points out, we are rounding out the fifth month of 2022, and not one point has been scored nope. in the Ron and Brian death pool. Um, you know, you've got your standards. Ron's almost Ron. You're almost always up there. Uh, Andrew H always comes in with some points. Two-time defending champion. He he always he, he knocks a couple out in November, December to to, to, to knock it out. Uh, William Esquire, who we know is still bitter from getting knocked out at the last minute in 2021. He always is good for a couple points. Um, I'm always terrible. Uh, it's uh, it's not shocking that I have zero points, but it's just uh, the fact that I'm still tied is, is what's uh, tied for first and tied for last, the story of my life. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap things up here. Let's get That's ready good. for uh, After Dark. After Dark. 
And uh, as we said, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail in the coming week, uh, 267-627-1062. Otherwise, you know, hop on over to ronandbrianpodcast.com and uh, click on uh, become a patron if you want to join our Patreon uh, bronze level or higher, get access to the live after dark, which will be starting in about uh, 22 minutes. So you've got plenty of time uh, to sign up for the Patreon and for us to get you the link to join us. Brian, anything else before we close out episode 207? Nope. I just would like to say once again, I know I've said it before, and if, if I'm beating a dead horse or, or, or you know, just a record that skips, I, I, it, it, it means a lot to me. Uh, first and foremost, to be able to spend this hour with you, Ron, talking um, about the uh, the events going on, not just in the world, but also in our personal lives. Uh, but it also means an incredible uh, a lot to me that they uh, that people out there um, are set aside an hour of their week um, to hear you and I talk about issues. Um, you know, anytime somebody reaches out to me to say, hey, you were wrong on this one or, hey, I thought it was good, that, you know, the point that you made there or, hey, you know, you really need to start um, pointing out, you know, that Ron wears some terrible colored T-shirts during the podcast. Um, you know, uh, it's it just just the idea that people are um, uh, are paying attention. It just means so much to me. And I want to thank anybody that is watching this live, watching this later on after the fact on YouTube or Facebook or or Twitch, anybody listening to the audio version of the podcast. Um, it just means a lot to me, and I want to thank you. All right, and thanks to you too, my friend. I enjoy doing this each and every week. And yes, thanks to all of you for joining us. Uh, like I said, we'll be back here next Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. And otherwise, uh, we will see our Patreon folks in about 20 minutes for After Dark. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again next week.